Hey, Russ. Hey, Tony. How are you? It's been a minute. It's been I'm about right. a month, maybe? A maybe. More? Maybe something like that. It's been since, uh, since the football. Yeah, I think it was right around New Year's last time we yeah, bothered we, to do this. There's been travel. There's been hijinks, shenanigans. Yeah. I went to the Netherlands. What was that like? Uh, very progressive and um, logical and beautiful and, um, and enjoyable. I hear their people are nice. They're very nice. They're very tall. Also, they have the Netherlands has the per capita the tallest people in the world, and happiest too, right? <clears throat> um, I or think is Iceland, Iceland is happiest. Iceland. Um, but yeah, they're very tall. They're very beautiful. When you say progressive, uh, all their healthcare is taken care of. All their healthcare is taken care of. What about uh, public transportation? Um, we we landed in uh, at at Schiphol, the airport, which is a massive. Hey, let's like, not. Hey, you can don't be mean. <laughs> it's a uh, Schiphol is like the um, it's like the Atlanta of Europe. Um, the airport, like it's a major international crossroads. It's a huge airport. Huh. Um, so on Delta, when you're connecting through Europe, the hubs are like Heathrow, Sheeple, and um, uh, CDG in Paris. And we landed oh, in You Amsterdam. sound so hip, uh, CDJ. I am a platinum Charles. medallion Sky Miles member. Russell, What's your show me some goddamn respect. <laughs> What's your superpower then? <laughs> what, what does that come with? My su- What is my superpower? I don't know what my superpower is. So what does this platinum dallion medallion dingle get you? Not much, actually. Oh. <clears throat> um, no, it does. It gets you. I get to get on the plane first. And um, Ooh, look at the white man getting on the plane first. I know. I know. Um, well, when when you need overhead space, it's a it's it's a premium. Um, you, I've start, you know what? I've started. I've started just checking my bag everywhere I go. I don't give a shit. Like maybe if there's if there's like connecting things, oh, and that's, shenanigans, and, and you I try roll to the dice. It, but like Delta's gotten so good at. Um, that's just like the baggage logistics. Mm. Um, I just, I'm like, why, why fight for an overhead space and have to drag my bag over? I'm just going to let them carry it. <clears throat> so we landed in Schiphol, uh, in Amsterdam and you walk out the airport and it's connected to the train station and you get on the train and we are, the is conference it, that we went to was in Utrecht. Um, God bless is a, you. Is, is it a train like a, a MARTA train? No, like, like, like a choo-choo? No, well, light rail. It's all electric. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, there's a, there's a train from, uh, Amsterdam to Schiphol or Amsterdam to Utrecht, like every nine minutes. So we like, pop what does on that this... mean? Like, like how long would that take you to drive versus how fast the train gets? You it's there? like 30 minutes. Okay. It's like, it's like if you went from, um, uh, Marietta Atlanta, to downtown, like the Atlanta airport to Alpharetta. Oh, and on the train that take you 30 minutes right. by car, it's going to take you two hours, two days. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we, we popped on the train and it spit us out in Utrecht, which is a college town. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Tell me more. Very chill. And what college like is there? Of, you know, I have no idea. Um, is it Utrecht University? <clears throat> the University of Utrecht. Sure. Uh, yeah. And we just, there's canals and we walked everywhere and worked this conference. Uh, the Netherlands has a very mature commerce uh, ecosystem. What does that because mean? Because Amazon has not f- really moved in to the Netherlands in a big, meaningful way. So they have like a, their homegrown like e-commerce ecosystem is, is like very mature and robust because they don't, they're not all competing with Amazon. Uh, it's really interesting. So they're locals competing with locals online for groceries? Just any online commerce. <clears throat> so it's more small players are able to survive and thrive because there is no Amazon. Wow. I mean, not no Amazon, but anyway. There's Welcome not to no... One Beer, One Song uh, e-commerce uh, podcast. I quit. <laughs> Um, yeah. So one beer, one song we, on each episode, we talk about stuff. I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Well, we're slowly dying. Oh, for sure. Um, 
we've covered prostate exams. We've covered uh, statins. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the next uh, old man thing we're going to get into? Um, let's talk about constant positive air pressure, also known as CPAP. Oh, that's what that stands for? Yep. <clears throat> Say it again. Constant positive air pressure. <laughs> so... Uh, for those of you who are not familiar, I'll quickly explain the sleep apnea. Um, it's when the muscles in your esophagus and throat relax when you're asleep and they basically collapse uh, on themselves and you stop breathing. And then why, why do they collapse? <clears throat> because they just relax. Like there's something where you, they used to think it was age related or weight related and there are contributing factors, but it's just a, a the biggest contributor is um, genetics. Um, and my lovely mother has been a very enthusiastic snorer her entire life. And, um, my lovely wife, um, began sick of your snoring, sick of me snoring. Um, so I had over the holidays, I had a sleep study. Oh, Um, like you went into a room. I didn't, uh, they, they send you home with the equipment. Now you can go to a lab where they, they can get much, um, I guess more granular detail, granular detail, but they basically send you home with this thing that you wrap around your chest, um, and then stick these two tubes in your nose, and oh. hook around your ears, uh-uh. and then you clip a thing to your finger. So it's got your heart rate, and then it knows, the thing on your chest knows if you're on your side or if you're on your back or which side you're on. And then the the nose thing is like monitoring your breaths. And it and it basically picks up like how many, what they call um, incidents there are. So apnea is a total closure. And then there's hypopnea, which is not a total closure, but closure enough to lower your blood oxygen. But if your esophagus uh, goes, is involved in eating, how is it involved in your sleeping and snoring? What are you talking about? We're talking about your esophagus. Right. It's the plate that goes from your mouth to your stomach. Okay. Yeah. So you're not breathing through your esophagus. I mean, you're the, the throat, the part of your, that's the, you have one tube in your throat. And then there's a valve at the top of your chest that splits between either goes to your lungs or it goes to your stomach. This is all throat and mouth. How do it know? Well, it doesn't. You have to like, that's how you control, like how you swallow. Like, okay. Why when you send a beverage down the wrong tube and you have a coughing fit? Yeah. Like, yeah. So why doesn't my esophagus collapse? Because you don't have sleep apnea. So what causes sleep apnea? I don't know. I don't know what causes it. Okay. So you had the sleep test. I had the sleep test and my average hourly incidence, um, was high enough to qualify me for severe sleep apnea. Congratulations. Um, and then when I'm on my back, it's even worse. It's really bad. And Um, what does that mean? What is an incident? You're, you're not getting oxygen. Correct. Your blood oxygen lowers. Um, and to the point where it's problematic and it can cause heart disease and, um, diabetes and weight gain and like all this crazy crap. So, I was prescribed a CPAP machine and I've been using it for a little over a week. Okay. And I'm sure CPAP machines, I mean, I hear the, like the, the zero res, is that carpet cleaner or, or CPAP cleaner? Zero res. Zero res, the carpet cleaner. Uh, there's a commercial on CNN runs all the time about you just put your CPAP mask in this thing and it just magically oh. cleans it. So I hear those commercials a lot, but I'm sure a CPAP machine is like just super cheap and you just go to Walmart and pick one up, right? <clears throat> um, no. <laughs> <laughs> You can get them retail for like 600 bucks. Um, and I'm sure that's how much it cost you, right? Uh, it cost me a little bit more because okay. I did the self-pay through my doctor. So everything's marked up 1,000%. Why? <clears throat> Breast, this is not a U.S. healthcare system podcast, okay? You had a series of good tweets about this that uh, is reflective of how, kind of how broken our healthcare system is. Yeah, so you can get one of these machines for 600 bucks. Um, the... If you go through your insurance, my doctor would bill the insurance company five thousand seven hundred and twenty-seven dollars. 
Jesus. And so then if you do the self-pay, they're like, oh, well, we'll give you a 75% discount down to $1,400. Um, so why did you buy one that way instead of just going online to, because if I, if you BYO CPAP machine, they don't like, you have to buy it through the doctor so that they can configure it and it's, they know where it came from and they're not supporting some third party machine. It's not a syringe. It's not one size fits all. It has to be configured to you. Well, there's a bunch of different mask choices and like settings and, and the doctors actually prescribe my particular machine has variable pressure. So it's. It's constant air pressure, but it adjusts based on whether or not you, how much pressure you need. So if you're breathing normally, there's not much pressure coming through it. But if it senses that you've stopped breathing, it pushes much more air through to open everything back up. How are you sleeping through this? Um, it's a, I, I just, I, it's, it's actually more, I've had very good luck. Um, and it, I just stay asleep. Are you snoring less? <clears throat> um, not at all. When, when I have the machine on. So do you, do you travel with it? I, I took it to the mountains last weekend. Okay. It, it fits in a, it breaks apart and fits in a case about the size of like a laptop, um, box. Uh huh. So yeah. Is this your super villain origin story? Maybe I look, I don't have the full Bane mask. Okay. I just have one that sits under my nose oh. and blows air into my nose. Hmm. Um, the people, you, if you, if the air blows in and your mouth comes open, then the air just goes out of your mouth. And so if that's a problem, then you have to get the full like fighter pilot mask, uh-uh. but mine, I don't, I don't, I'm not having any leakage. So mine works just <laughs> well, on my nose. Well, leakage will come with time. I'm sure for both of us. So has this improved your wife's sleep? I think that's what we all. Yes, it has. Yes. So she's nicer now. Yes, definitely. Okay. She's nicer to you now. Yeah. And, okay. and you know what? I feel better because I'm not waking up like 35 times a night. Oh a lot of the times you wake up and you don't even realize it, but then you wake up in the morning and you just feel like absolute shit because you didn't sleep at all the night before, but now I'm sleeping. It's good. I've been very lucky that my, Jesus. that I just kind of, the machine fits and it works and I can sleep and it's great. I have the, the one, um, <clears throat> my mask goes under my nose, but then the, 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 there's tubes on the side and the main tube comes out the top of my head, like a snork. Remember the snorks? I remember the snorks. <laughs> but I sleep on my side, so I didn't want the tube in front of my, I'm podcasting as a visual medium. I'm putting my hand in front of my mouth. <clears throat> so now we are almost 11 minutes in. Yeah. Talked about um, medical issues and I the made Netherlands. A, I made a sound. Uh, that was me I opening this bottle of beer you had in your fridge. It's uh, Omegon. Three philosophers, a blend of quadruple ale and Belgian Greek ale with cherries. Yeah. By the way, I recently was voice of God at a convention and I was given so many compliments on my speaking voice. Well, you've had a lot of practice. Go to hell. To ponder the profound, rich and complex, this tour de force is a blend of quadruple ale and authentic Belgian Creek. Its malty depth and gentle sweetness enhanced by lively carbonation and a touch of cherry. The perfect beer for leisurely sipping and quiet contemplation. 9.7% alcohol. If you're pregnant, don't drink it. So this is, um, this is, this beer's been around forever. Um, and it's not a, a particularly special or rare or, or seasonal thing. How did it end up in your fridge? I have a friend and coworker who grew up in uh, upstate New York. And so when she goes back to see her parents, she always brings a bunch of um, Umagong back from Cooperstown, New York. And she brought me this. Very nice of her. Yep. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Her name is Allie. <clears throat> Thank you, Allie Thank Susan. You, Susan. Um, what color is that? Um, Just straight up brown? Dark yeah, brown? It's like brown. Brown? With Has, some, ruby, some ruby, ruby notes in it. Yeah. It's a, a tan head. Lacing has stayed with us. Uh, I popped this probably five minutes ago. Lacing is still there. You'd expect the lacing to have kind of thinned out, being 9.7. Oui. 
That's a that's a sweet beer. <clears throat> it is, but it's not it's it's not soy. It's not that no, yeah, it hasn't right. turned. <clears throat> um, it is, um, but it is it is quite sweet. I, I disagree. It's not off-puttingly sweet. Um, there's a. I'm earth- surprised to hear you say that because you're more sensitive to sweet things than I am. I, this is agreed. Um, it has some earthy uh, hints to it. <clears throat> a lot of raisin. A lot of raisin going on in there. Some plum, some mm-hmm. dark fruit. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's the cherries that they talk about. Possibly, yeah, dried cherries. <clears throat> All right, so you did things. You went to the Netherlands. Did you um did you bring me anything to eat? You bet your butt I did. Where uh, are you? I thought it was you're supposed to you, I bet you bet your sweet butt I did. So we have two things. <clears throat> these are I have no idea what these are. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I brought two bags and they got pretty smashed in my luggage. It's a beautiful bag. Yeah, it's like shiny. It's like wrapping paper. It's wrapping paper, green, ribbony, uh, with some silver, and then I'm guessing it says ribble chips bolognese, uh, and then I'm, a I'm hoping that it tastes like bolognese, like spaghetti sauce. Like, well, you, we've tried this before and it didn't go good. <clears throat> well, so you mean the the really good shrimp chips that didn't taste like shrimp at all? Right. All right, here we go. Oh, it looks like a ruffles. A little spotchy in the color. Oh, these made it. These made it through much better than I thought. I thought they were going to be powder. Mm. I get cashews. Cashews? I do not. What do you get? I mean, they're potato chips. So let's be clear. They look spaghetti like spaghetti sauce flavored potato chip powder. You taste spaghetti sauce? Hold on. Not really. It is kind of herby. Hancock? No. You know, like herbs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of herbs. Hmm. That's interesting. I could see myself just sitting in a dark room full of depression eating a whole bag of these. <laughs> I can turn the light off if you want. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. All right, so your son suggested a song. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I've been with him all weekend, and today he was like, hey, I got a song for your podcast. And I was like, well, I want to honor did his. He, did he say it as disdainfully as that? Oh, he 100%. Came, yeah. He came in and was like, cool, so I'm recording with you guys today, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> cool, so I'm recording with you guys today, right? No. I'm recording with you guys today, right? No. Matthias, go check on the two cookies. Yeah. He is definitely a um, persistent seller of his wares. So yeah. <clears throat> my son is um, uh, extremely enthusiastic about rap music, um, despite knowing relatively little about it. And, um, and he's, he's good. Uh, a, a lot of, a lot of rap music, um, can have some fairly <clears throat> rough language and or rough sort of subject matter. And I try to do a good job of, of explaining to him, um, like, well, it's hard, like having to try to explain to him, like why some people can say the N word and he can't. <clears throat> and a study a few years ago compared modern country music to modern rap music mm-hmm. And the references to drug and sex were much higher in modern country music than it is in rap music. Sure. Surprise. So anyway, um, my uh, Matthias really likes the recently passed um, uh, emo rapper Juice World. Um, is he <clears throat> recently killed? No, it was a, I believe the cause of death. I have his um, uh, Wikipedia up here. I, he landed um, in Chicago and passed out. 
Um, oh, the piloted. Okay, here, I'll just go straight from the Wikipedia. Um, law enforcement officers were waiting for the jet to arrive as the pilot had notified them while the flight was en route that the jet was carrying guns and drugs. Hmm. Um, okay, anyway, he um, at the scene at the, the when they landed in Chicago, his name is Jared Anthony Higgins. So they're, they keep referencing Higgins in here. Um, he began convulsing and seizing, um, and he got two doses of Narcan, mm. um, and then he was transported to a hospital and pronounced dead. Wow. But he was 21. He was born in 1998. Man. Yeah. Like, the I was a junior in college. <laughs> um, but he has a song... Um, the, the big one is called Lucid Dreams. And since I know that <clears throat> our listeners are probably not experts in um, emo rap, or let's be honest, probably any rap, um, we're not going to go for deep cuts here. We're just going to do the big hit. So this is, um, I don't even know what album this is also. This is Juice World Lucid Dreams. I still see your shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you. It's to the point why I love and I hate you, and I cannot change you, so I must replace you. Oh, easier said than done. I thought you were the one listening to my heart instead of my head. You found another one, but I am the better one. I won't let you forget me. I still see your shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you. It's to the point why I love. said and done i thought you were the one listening to my heart instead of my head you found another one but i am the better one i won't let you forget me you left me falling and landing inside my grave i know that you want me dead i take prescriptions to make me feel a-okay i know it's all in It's to the point why I love and I hate you 
You forget me. That's uh, tremendously sad. It's very sad. It's not only the guy's dead, albeit from a stupid self-inflicted decision. Uh, well, and I didn't go, so I, I read more of the Wikipedia page while the song was playing. And it sounds like the uh, pilot, uh, I think I may have said this before, the, the pilot snitched and, and called the cops and said that the jet, it was a private jet, had guns and drugs on it. So law enforcement boarded the jet when they landed in Midway. Um, and uh, his management team attested later that that uh, Juice World took several quotes, several unknown pills, including allegedly swallowing multiple Percocet pills in an attempt to hide them while police were on board the plane searching the luggage. Like, don't don't do you, that. You kids. Don't do that. Um, <clears throat> but the, the song itself is tremendously. He obviously had demons and uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't realize that um, that emo rap is a full-on genre, and it is. I had no idea. When we were listening to it, it felt like more akin to R&B, so I get the emo and then lyrics in there, and you're like, ah. Mm-hmm. Uh. That was hard. It was hard <clears throat> to well, listen to. My um, 10-year-old son is a big fan of that song. He listens to it a lot. Uh, and the file that I downloaded, so that was the one that just came up first on Spotify. Spotify. The file I downloaded from iTunes has the explicit mark on it, so I don't know. That means profanity. There's different lyrics on that one, but you'll you'll hear it. Uh, actually, you just heard it, so whatever it is, you just heard it. In the most awkward Ooh. transition ever. You got any more snacks? <laughs> Man, one of these days we'll figure this out. Yeah, I do. let me see. The microphone's over here. Okay, so this is going to be fun. What this one hell? I think did get. So it's you recognize it says Doritos. Yes, it says Doritos on it, right? Yeah, I've I'm had showing, them. I'm showing Russ the back of the bag right now. That's a lot of language I read. <clears throat> on the front of the bag, Doritos. Roulette. Warning, some crisps are ultra spicy and turn your tongue blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, this is a form of Russian roulette I will play. Let's get on this. Uh, the beer, what'd you think? It's, it's too sweet for me. Really? Yeah. That's such a weird thing. All right. And I've had this beer a ton of times. All right, I grabbed one. Let's see. So they're, oh, so the, it's taco and hot chili flavor, but then like random ones will be like fire. I think if that was a fire one, it's pretty weak. Um, but let's take another gamble because I got taco. I get heat, but it's not like overwhelming. Right. Let's try again. Your tongue is blue. Is it? I mean, it's like grayish blue. Do you have... Do you have cleansing issues? <laughs> well, not much is the same. Yeah, that's the same flavor. But I mean, what a great! I saw this on the shelf at the grocery store by the hotel, and I was like, "What? Let's like gamify chips." Yeah, I'm down. Nope, not. I mean, there's heat. It's yeah. taco. I don't know. If I've gotten an ultra spicy one yet. There's some, there is some blue, but that could be like residual rubbing. Like all the chips are going to turn your tongue sort of blue. You know what I mean? Residual rubbing. I'm rubbing the chips together. 
Gump, you're a goddamn genius. <laughs> um, hey, there's a, um, there's a thing I hate, and it's cancer. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine, um, and, and in fact, if you've... Uh, so there's a woman on the cover of uh, Quiet Hound's album, uh, The Wild Hunt, and she's floating in the air, and her name is Erica. And um, she is the healthiest person I know. She... Uh, she doesn't only only grow her own vegetables. She makes sure to get the non-monified, non-Monsanto seeds and then grows her vegetables. Is that even legal? <laughs> Not according to Monsanto. Right. <clears throat> Monsanto? She does, she rarely, rarely drinks. Um, she lives a very, an amazingly healthy lifestyle. On top of this, she's one of the nicest people I've ever met. I have been to her and her partner's house, her husband's house. I'm not sure exactly what the relationship is because they've never said, but they've, yeah, she and Maddie have been together for years. Um, and just the most, one of the warmest homes you can go into. Well, their home uh, turned out to poison them, and uh, Erica's fighting cancer. And uh, Quiet Hounds are going to do a gig. Uh, if this episode gets up, it, it doesn't matter. But we're doing a gig to support Erica because basically the care she needs, she can't get in the United States. And the doctors here in the United States have said, yes, go to Mexico and get this care. The FDA won't approve it here, and you need this. So it's kind of checks a lot of boxes. But there's a, a GoFundMe if you're so inclined. And you can Google Hope for Erica, E-R-I-K-A, and it should pop up. And it's it's uh, started by Matt Vetter, if you're I'm trying to make sure you have the right one. But basically, they're trying. their goal is 45000 I think they're around twenty k right now from friends and family shipping in. And um, it's to get her to Mexico so she can have some, some care that she desperately needs and her American doctors have approved of. But someone that lives as pure and healthy as a life shouldn't... Uh, get invasive breast cancer like this. So uh, if you have a moment and a few bucks, uh, chip in to help her out. Uh, Quiet Hounds are doing a show on the 29th, a uh, small intimate strip down show for her, for her benefit, uh, to benefit that. So uh, fuck cancer. God, I uh, there's a few things I think we can all agree on. So if you are so inclined, please please drop a dime or so and give her some help. Where's the show? It's at the Boathouse. You ever heard of it? I have no idea what that is. I had neither. Um, evidently, it's this. it's more of an Airbnb property that goes for a couple grand for a weekend and it's this art house kind of thing. Uh, it's in the heart of Midtown near, I think it's quasi near the goat farm. Um, so West side, West Midtown. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but they blatantly say like, don't try to park here. There is no parking. Take an Uber, take a lift. Actually don't take Uber, take a lift. Um, so, I mean, I'm playing the show and I'm going to take a lift. Sure. Um, but, uh, what, um, how do you spell Vetter, Matt Vetter, you said? V-E-T-T-E-R. T-T-E-R. Yeah. And then what about their house made her sick? Someone who built an addition onto their home that they bought, the builder didn't do a great job, and some black mold was allowed to grow. Oh. And they lived in that house. Matt actually lost feeling in all of his extremities. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so they brought some environment, environmental people in. They test the house. They're like, this air is poison. Yeah. I was like, let me help. Uh, when he te- he texted, you know, he didn't, he had lost his phone of all things. So he sent me a DM on Twitter said, Eric has cancer. And I'm like, that's not something you tell me over DM. Right. So I called him. He goes, who is this? I'm like, I'm calling. Yeah, where's your phone? He's like, I lost my phone. I'm like, dude. <clears throat> so their house had been slowly poisoning them. So I said, well, you want me to come down? I'll help move you. It's not going to hurt me to be in there for a couple hours. To move. He's like, no, we're bringing in movers and hazmat suits to get our stuff out. It's got to be cleaned. Uh, they relocated. They were living in Mableton, this great house that they had built a huge garden in, that kind of fun stuff. Huge studio in the basement. I would argue that the house was not great. Uh, well, hindsight being 2020 and all. Um, so yeah, Matt reached out and then, yeah, it just, I... Uh, that sucks. Yeah. 
How do people get tickets spring, for the show if they're interested? Spring training's right upon us, though. <laughs> yeah. um, you can go to Eventbrite. You can go to QuietHounds.com. You can search uh, Hope for Erica. Uh, you'll find links to stuff. Um, the, it's, it's a $50 ticket. I mean, it, it's not a huge production show. It's a stripped-down show. The horns will be there. Um, the quiet horns. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be for Erica. And, and that's, that's important. Cool. Um, the chips <laughs> worst segues ever. Um, I'm going to take one more Dorito. I know the only, I realize now the only like plot mechanism we have is to just sit here and eat chips until one of us gets one that <laughs> that's really hot and that's bad. Okay. That's bad now content. that one yeah. was not hot. Okay. So I think I've had the hot ones. They were hot, but palatable. It wasn't like the wild wings. Um, YouTube channel where the they the guy interviews someone a celebrity eating hot wings and they get progressively hotter. There's a, a game show now. It's coming. People... Yeah, it's from that same guy. Okay. Yeah. 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 Where people eat crazy hot wings and they have to do stuff. My favorite episode is Alton Brown on that show because mm-hmm. he just takes one bite. And he's like, "Crap!" Throws it down. Next one, not spicy enough, and Alton just tears it apart. Right. Um, and he doesn't even shed a tear. And then there's others. They do special things for vegans. Um, Amelia uh, Padma Adamala. I don't know who that is. Star Wars. Natalie Portman's on there, but she's vegan. So they mm-hmm. got cauliflower and she almost died. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So they're doing some type of trivia game where you get an answer wrong. You have to eat a hot wing. I'm like, great. That's sure. what I do at a bar and I have to pay for that experience. Put me on the show. In Portland, there's a uh, restaurant called Salvador Molly's and they have a dish called. Wait, 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 wait. Back that chain up. Salvador Molly's. Uh-huh. Just, What's the decor like? Uh, Like Caribbean. For fuck's sake. Anyway, Russ, they have a uh, dish called Great Balls of Fire, which are uh, habanero fritters, little deep fried like hush puppies, but made of mostly habanero. And then there's this super fiery habanero aioli. And if you eat a whole order of them, you get your picture on the wall and an order is five. And they're like not quite as big as a golf ball. Um, And they are the most, I I split an order with my buddy, Mike. So we each had two and a half And and it's like, it's like three days of capsaicin effects. Just like, did you see Jesus? You get the full like capsaicin high and stoned, and then like, I at, an, at another occasion, um, I was out there uh, visiting, and somebody ordered them at the restaurant, and I ate one, but I f- had to fly home the next day, so I was like, I was in first class because um, it was the weekend, and I could actually get upgraded. And I spent the entire flight like, oh, oh, do I need to get up? Oh, oh, maybe that's, oh, oh, do I need to get up? No, no, okay, no, okay, no, oh, oh, that's real, okay, like, anyway, my point in saying all of this is the TV show thing. Um, remember the show Man versus Food? That was guy Jonathan um, something or other, and it was either super spicy stuff or super huge stuff, like where if you eat the whole thing, oh. uh, it's like food challenges or whatever. Oh, it's awful. And he went to Salvador Molly's, and I was like, hell yeah. And he powered, he just like mowed right through the whole Great Balls of Fire and was like, yeah, those are real spicy, but cool. Like, all right, good episode. See you guys next week. And I was like, dude, what? <laughs> so. That guy was a little nuts. I didn't, like, it, that lifestyle scared me. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, I mean, granted, how do you sit down to eat a three pound hamburger? But like, granted, they're doing like, what, 20 episodes a year. So it's not like that's your day job where you're doing that every day. But yeah, my God. But, but the effects on your health. Did you, have you ever read the worst uh, salesperson business travel story? Mm-mm. It, it's, it's on, it's made it to like Forbes and a bunch of other websites. People are like, oh, that's horrific. We need to steal that content. But basically the guy and his team went out and got sauce the night before and they had a private jet to the next location the next day. So they get up and he's not feeling a hundred percent, but he's like, oh, it's a private jet. No, no big deal. They get onto it. It's basically a six seater. 
And he's like, uh, stewardess, because there was one, but she's like sitting the whole time. There's mm-hmm. no cocktail service. Right. He's like, where's the bathroom? And she's like, um, it's, we don't really have one. He was like, no, 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 you're, they said there was a bathroom. And she goes, sir, um, that person right there is sitting on top of it. it. You have to take the seat lid off. And it got so bad, he had to go. And there's a privacy screen, but it only comes up to your chin light. So he's taking this explosive, <laughs> massive diarrhea, whiskey fuel dump, looks next door to him. He can make eye contact. He's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and he was like new on the team. And there was a client on the plane. And the Fantastic. Whole, it was, it's a great read. God, no. God, no. There's nothing worse. Like getting sick on the road, um, like business travel is just. You've had like the flu in Vegas. I've. The two, actually three, three times, once in Vegas, once in Denver and once in, um, San Jose and Silicon Valley where like in, in the, well, the Vegas one hit in the morning from something I ate the night before, but the other two hit at night, um, where it's just like coming out of both ends. Oh. And then once your body's empty, then it's basically like lay under the covers and shiver and just ride the snake, (laughs) like ride the dragon until it goes away. Um, so there's something it's, it's awful because there's, you're so alone. Like if you're solo traveling for business, you're just like in this hotel, like this file cabinet All for people. But at the same time, there is something that's nice about that because you are by yourself and you don't have to like be emotionally present for your family. You can just lay under the covers and shiver and like selfishly just like not do anything. The last time I got the <clears throat> flu, I, I was, I was still married and I basically got quarantined into my bedroom and they would. They would sub, shove saltine crackers under the door. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm exaggerating, <laughs> but uh, yeah. But it was self-quarantine because you got a small kid running around. The oh, flu yeah. can be super dangerous. And you're like, I will stay in here by myself and die. My whole um, team that sits around me at work were all felled by the flu. Uh, end of, not end of last week, end of the week before last. <clears throat> and like one by one, they started going down. And mm. it was Thursday. That's um, how you figure out who's making out with who at the office. <laughs> Thursday, my coworker that's across from me and I were the only two there. And then Thursday night, he texted me and he was like, it got me, like 101 mm. fever, chills, the whole thing. So Friday, I was the only one there. You stupid idiot. Why did you go into work? So my boss comes walking by. And she's like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> I agree with her. So I had meetings in the morning and I left at like 11. She's like, those desks around you are, are filthy. Are, like, germ. Like, Get out of here. So I left. They're, oh, that's okay. Fine. Hey, coronavirus. Do you know what um, happens if you get coronavirus? <clears throat> you d- d- with Lyme or without Lyme disease? Ah, uh, bye. No. The, <laughs> what was it? You refuse to let it go on that note. No, we will bend better. When we it, will bend stronger. When when the coronavirus first came out, didn't like Justin Bieber did. was fighting Lyme disease for real, and so everyone was like, if he gets coronavirus. He's going to be the first person to have Corona with Lyme disease. I, there's not a human there's uh, Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber are made for each other. I just wish the two of them would go off on an Island and are they, in, are they together? Are they no, it's oh. just my hope. She's the one who went into a bakery and licked a donut and then or licked a cupcake and then put it back on the shelf. I'm like, you entitled little piece of shit. Yeah. But think about how many thousands of like video game guys would be like, hell yeah, I want that cupcake. And that's, that's repulsive. Oh, we're getting in on that. Lyme disease is better. That reminds me of a meme that was like, uh, it shows like a peeled banana and there's a little like bruised part of the banana. 
and it's like where it's it's been like bumped or something. But the rest of the banana looks fine. And the the meme text was like, "You will put your mouth on someone else's genitals, but you won't eat this part of the banana." And I was like, "Yeah, that's that makes sense." You just accurately described my penis. <laughs> a banana with that's been bumped. It's got a little bump in the side. It's, it got bumped. It was, well, I don't like to talk about it. <clears throat> All right. Um, so go to Hope for Erica, you said? Search Hope for Erica. E-R-I-K-A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're in the Netherlands or somewhere else in the EU, get the Doritos Roulette Pack. Doritos, if you're... Actually, who makes Doritos? Is that General Mills or... There's eight companies on the world that are responsible for everything. Oh, of course, this is from the Netherlands, so I can't see who actually make, made these. That's weird. Could you think oh, they'd Pepsi, be... PepsiCo. Hmm. But PepsiCo, if you're listening, why don't we have Doritos Roulette in the United States? Um, and I'd like them to be... That's a great idea. Be stronger. Yeah, actually... Like, like make me hurt. They did the uh, the make them like shishito peppers. Uh, what was the the chip company that did the 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 ghost pepper challenge or the Reaper, the one where you get a pack and it's got one chip? Uh uh Yeah. Um, let me look it up real quick uh, because they're they're out of them. They don't do them anymore. Um, was it Taki? Oh, darn it, it wasn't Takis. Um, was it Cheetos? Reaper chip challenge. Reaper chip challenge. Why people listen to this? I have no idea. Feel free to uh, use Pocky, that, Brett. Pocky, one chip challenge. Pocky, P-A-Q-U-I, um, did the one uh, one chip challenge. Carolina Reaper chip. It comes in a box that's shaped like a coffin. It's got a little bag in it. Inside the bag, it's got one chip. And what's it like? <clears throat> Some of my coworkers ate them um, and were like tears and drinking milk. And like, apparently it's really fucking spicy. I never got to have one though. And on the Pocky One Chip Challenge website, sorry, the Carolina Reaper chip is no longer available for purchase. And all of our instant win codes have been redeemed. It looks like they're going to turn it into an annual thing. So we'll have to get one of those if they do it again and then eat it live. And then we'll probably have to stop recording and go cry. <clears throat> I already poop. Oh, that was the other thing. Uh, a friend of ours just started listening to the podcast. I was talking about this for Lee. Lee also texted. She's like, you poop four to six times a day? I'm like, yeah, you don't. No, I'm, Lee is correct on this, as, as am I, that that's too many times. It's a lot of veggies. Imagine if like you if you're, had a pet that pooped that much. But I don't. <laughs> it's not normal, man. I eat vegetables. I mean, I guess it's better than only pooping like once every four days. Which there are people out there that do that. I'm like, how do you... Yeah, I don't understand how that works. That's so compact. No. Um, okay, cool. I think that's it. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.